Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Harry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and I am excited to wrap up step three, which is connection and that means tonight is integration. So let me welcome on to the show my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing fine, recovering from all the Christmas festivities and all the connections that we were able to make and just really looking forward to uh, integrating with our good friend, Trish. That's right. It's integration night, and we have Trish March on the show. Woohoo! Hello, ladies. Woohoo! That's right. I'm filled with festivities. Hello, hello. <laughs> so, Trish, how do you define connection? Ah, well, connection for me means a lot of different things. Of course, I probably say that every time I get on here, but, you know, it's connection between people. It's connection between organizations. It's connection between your thoughts, feelings, and actions. It's connection with your goals. So for me, there's the connection is really just a primary um, process or a primary, um, you know, pipeline of how, of how you, you know, get things done, how you, how you build relationships, how you, how you set movement in action. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So what is the avenue of connection that you have found has supported you the most? Um, well, I, I think there's a couple different ways. I, I think the one thing that I found that supports me is my connection with my intuition and my connection with spirit. So that is really mm-hmm. important to me and is really something that has um, developed over time and practice and just in having faith and trust in, in that connection. Um, the other connection that's really, really so strongly important to me is the connection of my support system and, you know, being able to be connecting with my community and my support system, I guess I would say. Because that awesome. feeds me, right? That that feeds me, and hopefully I feed mm-hmm. other people through that connection. Yeah, yeah. I love how you said connection to my intuition. What does what does that or how did you cultivate that? Because you you said something to that nature. Um, you know, what did you do? What what could one of our listeners do who heard that and thought, oh? That's what I want to do going into the new year. Ah. Um, you know, I've been working on my connection with intuition for a really long time. I started um, doing healing work back in 1991, and I don't think I paid much attention to it then. But as I started to really work on myself, and especially once I got involved in fearless living, 
you know, I really started to pay more attention to the messages that I was getting, the synchronicities that were happening in my life, you know, the way I was manifesting things. And when I would ask questions, really paying attention to the responses from my intuition. And I think that's one of the biggest things. Like we talked about awareness, you know, our first month. And that is one of the Mm -hmm. the biggest ways that you can start to get connected with your intuition and you can start um, building that skill is to start paying attention, to ask questions, you know, and to be aware. Use that awareness Mm -hmm. factor and pay attention. When you ask a question or when you need to know an answer is to, you know, really pay attention, you know, ask your spirit or pray about it and, you know, pay attention to what the response is. Yeah. If you don't, if, if you're not comfortable doing that, you can also do muscle testing to get responses. Explain and it's that. a way that you can pay attention. You can pay attention to your body and to your intuition for that. Um, what, what muscle testing is, it's, it's really asking your body, you know, asking, you know, your, your body's very smart. So asking your body for, for answers, right? And if you can get out of your own way, out of your own head, and just really sit with your body, you can. your body will give you answers about things. It'll tell you what vitamins are good for you to take, what food is good for you to take, you know, because um, you'll be able to tell whether it will strengthen your body or weaken your body, which is a really cool way to just to start paying attention. You know, what you can mm-hmm. do, the easiest, one of the easiest ways you can do that is to, you know, stand up and close your eyes and say to yourself, you know, ask yourself yes and no questions because first you want to establish like a baseline. Like this is what happens with my body when, when the answer is yes. You know, a lot of times my body will sway forward when the answer is yes. So I might say my name is Trish or I might say my name is Kelly and I would pay attention to what the response was from my body. And I would, you know, I would ask it to show me yes. I would ask it to show me no. And then I would double check by asking myself yes or no questions. And then you can ask yourself, you know, you can grab a hold of one of your supplements that you're taking and you could say, you know, is this good? Is this, does this make my body stronger? Or whatever yes or no question you want to ask about it and see which way your body sways. That's one of the easiest ways to do muscle testing. And you can do it. You can do it with anything, anything you want to ask yourself a yes or no question for. Yeah, that's so um, interesting. I have had a little bit of experience with that with um, an out-of-the-box doctor that I went to see uh, when I was, um, well, right after I had my, my car accident. And um, he did a lot of muscle testing to know what supplements I needed and what foods I needed to uh, stay away from. So it was definitely an interesting um, experience with him. Terry, what are your what are your thoughts? Well, I like to call intuition my sixth sense because it's not something that I can see, hear, touch, smell. It's it's uh, to me it's a connection to my spirit. So I've learned as well as Trish that over the years to trust that intuition, to trust that still small voice that guides me and directs me that's not based in my five senses. I call it my sixth sense. 
And it doesn't mean that I see dead people, for those of you that have seen that movie. Um, it means that I I listen, just, what, just like Trish said. I listened to that um, still small voice, that that feeling that um, I call it an intuitive hit that I get when I'm uh, wanting to connect and and connect spiritually, but also just con- connect to the decisions that I'm making, connecting to my choices, connecting to um, my thoughts, my words, and my actions. I pay attention to that uh, that that. Intu- intuition, if you want to call it intuition, call it spirit, call it whatever you want to call it, but it's not something that you can touch or see or hear or feel. It's it's uh, it's different. So you know that because it's a sensation. It's a it's just something that comes into my consciousness, and I'm able to identify that as my intuition, or the, I call it the still small voice. And I think that, for me, is my most uh, powerful connection that I have. And then, of course, connecting uh, in relationships is highly um, important when you're a a member of a family or a member of a group. Um, If you want to have influence, community, or in your um, career, your sphere of influence is, is often augmented by your ability to connect to others in a positive, positive way, you know, to connect with compassion, connect, uh, being trustworthy, honest, all those qualities that we admire in people that we want to be connected to. So personal connections, spiritual connections, and then connections to your environment. Um, I find connections to nature, to the earth, to, to the air, to, um, to be very nurturing to my soul. So I like to connect with nature and uh, I like to walk barefoot in the sand, in the grass and uh, just feel, feel that uh, connection. I call, I, a lot of people call it grounding, uh, being grounded with the earth, you know, mother earth. And so there, there are so many connections like Trish was saying at the beginning, it's just a layer and layer and layer of connections in our life. Um, in our lives that, uh, that create, uh, you know, uh, the life that we're intended to live. You know, we were created for certain purposes with certain gifts and connecting to those is what really, um, inspires us to reach out and connect in all of those different ways. So connection is, is hard to define in one, you know, as one facet of our lives because it's really so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to just add that I think that right now in this in the world, right at this moment, that people are needing that connection. Like the connection mm-hmm. is one of the big people are lacking right now. So, I mean, this is a timely topic, right? Like we just had the connection with our families or with our friends over the holidays, you know, but not everybody had that. Not everybody mm-hmm. had that great connection or that great you know, the festivities weren't as festive or, you know, they weren't feeling the spirit this year. And um, this, is, this is a timely topic to talk about this. It's, you know, the holidays can be very challenging if you do not have a connection. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. How can we help people build I, that connection? Yeah, and I was thinking um, 
you know, Rhonda Britton says that connection, after you take care of your basic hierarchy of needs, food, shelter, um, you know, those uh, air, you know, those basic needs that we all have, <laughs> connection is really our next most high need and that feeling to be to be connected. And we certainly have experienced the lack of that personal face-to-face connection in the last couple of years, at least the last yeah. year and a half. And uh, I think many of us found out how how important that was. And even though we Zoom kind of came in and filled up part of that, you know, digitally connecting with people, it still was people want that touch, you know, that personal hug, that capacity to touch one on the someone on the shoulder, to give someone a hug, a kiss. Um, that connection, that physical connection in space has been lacking uh, for many people and still lacking for for many people that live in areas where those restrictions are still being mandated, you know. But uh, I know I learned really quickly that even though I'm an introvert and I, I, I energize from within, I get, I lose energy when I'm around people a lot. And, uh, but I, I needed to have I needed to have that that uh, connection of touch. I mean that was just like driving me crazy. And another <laughs> one of our uh, our coaches, one of our coaching friends, said, "Get us animal, you know." And so I, my daughter got me this giant bunny. I call him Buddy, and he's as big as I am. And it's it was amazing touching that inanimate object. I mean he's not alive, you know, even though I talked to him. <laughs> Being able to touch him and feel the warmth of that, you know, the fur, uh, you know, the fake fur, but whatever it is, um, made such a difference uh, having that that connection, which was like an interim connection between no touch and real touch, you know, and it yeah. was able to nurture me enough to uh, to get through that. But yeah, that connection, that physical connection is uh, definitely a basic need that we have as human beings. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, years ago, I taught my niece how to do, like, heart hugs. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's to me, that heart connection is the most important thing. And when I taught her how to do this heart hug, it was like, I was like, we line up our hearts, and it's like they touch when we're hugging. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things I miss the most is that, you know, you know, hugging somebody and just feeling that open heart connection. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's that has always been a really profound um, and beautiful connection for me. And I mean, that specifically, I miss. Like, I I hug people. Um, you know, we just have our masks on and I hug them, and it's just a brief little thing. But having that that just moment of that heart open heart connection is just really, I I really miss that. Yeah, I mean there are definitely layers of uh, connection in hugging in hugging it of itself. Because I know yeah. I've just been more conscious of that um, lately, and we uh, all of my grandkids that were here have been vaccinated, and the, and I have grandkids that are 18 and 20, and um, when I was hugging them, you know, full on body to body hug, and just really holding them for longer than oh here here's a hug, you know. I know exactly what you're speaking of. It was that that there was just something so different about that that kind of a hug that we were able to finally uh, embrace, you know. And 
while they were here at Christmas. And it was just really an awareness, like you said, a real awareness and paying attention to that the deep depth of the connection and the um, the sharing of those vibrations of love, you know, that energy going passing from one person to the other was really um, quite uh, quite wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so wonderful. That's one thing I've been pretty lucky with that since so many people live in my house that. Um, I've still been able to do hugs and kisses and, um, you know, cuddles and all of that kind of stuff. And so I've been, I've been pretty blessed in that aspect, um, of, of the effects of shelter in place. Though I still realize that different kinds of connections, um, are important as well, like friends. <laughs> I definitely um, missed my friends and um, being able to uh, get out of the house and just be me, not have to be mom or uh, wife, but just Kelly. Um, I think that there's so many, like we've been talking about tonight, there's so many different ways to connect and we need all of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's, there's some that are, you know, higher on our priority list than others, but I really feel like we need all of them. Um, you know, we need to be connecting with our families, but also our friends and, um, as Trish was saying, our support system. And that might involve people that we're close with, or it might involve people that we're not close with. They serve a purpose in our life, and we're not necessarily friends. Um, you know, so uh, I, think that, I think that that's really important. I think also that the connection we have with ourselves um, was definitely uh, brought more into the, into the forefront um, during this time as well. Because uh, if you don't like yourself and you're stuck with yourself, you know, without all these distractions that you normally have, um, it's, uh, it, it can be more apparent. And so, uh, you know, I think that I've, I've really looked at, um, you know, my behaviors and what's important to me as well. Awesome. Yeah, that that connection to self is is uh, manifested in our self care, you know, and our compassion for ourselves, and our willingness and awareness to connect with with ourselves and with. And I think connecting with our intuition has a lot to be a lot about connecting with ourselves as well. You know, listening to our to our spirit, listening to our body. Um, I'm reminded tonight of the muscle testing and I had forgotten about that so I'm going to connect with myself in that way uh, <laughs> more frequently because <laughs> I know that really works and so I I want to uh, I have just forgotten about that as a tool so I appreciate you bringing that up Trish um, sure. you know a tool of connecting connecting with our bodies who you know know every cell within us you know and are able to really assist us 
in making decisions of what's best for ourselves and our self-care. Awesome. Yeah, love that. And I, I think that um, even taking it, you know, a little a little farther out and saying, you know, how are we connected to our past and how are we connected to the present? How are we connected to the future? Um, you know, maybe there's some lines that can be cut to the past and we can let go of those things and allow more connection in the present, you know. Mm. Um, so I think that there's, As we've been saying, there's lots of ways that we can think about connection and even um, disconnecting Um, because disconnecting isn't always a negative thing or a thing that we want to stay away from. There's certain things and people that disconnecting from is a good thing. Setting boundaries for yourself is a good thing. Um, And that might look like you disconnecting from someone or something, but it's you really connecting more in with yourself and setting boundaries. So, Mm. you know, there's, there's more, more ways of of thinking about this as well. Yeah. When you, when you mentioned disconnecting, I, I immediately thought of, how powerful it is when we disconnect from things we cannot control because sometimes Mm -hmm. we connect control and that frustrates us and that pulls us into, um, you know, maybe frustration or discouragement or hopelessness. And yet if we just totally disconnect from everything we cannot control and connect to what we can control, then we can move forward and we can move forward with hope and, uh, growth, you know, because I think it took me Mm -hmm. a long time to understand that letting go or disconnecting with things that I cannot control was a really healthy thing to do. Yeah, I love that. When you were talking about that, it made me think of those, you know, those switchboards, you know, um, in the olden times where you have the ladies and they're plugging into you know, hey, watch out. How old do you say that is? I had a job doing that. <laughs> I had a job doing that. It wasn't <laughs> what are they called? Switchboard workers or something like Switchboard, that? Switchboard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Switchboard. Yeah, it made me think of that. So, where do we have our plugs in, you know, mm-hmm. and, and where can we pull them out? You know, where do we want to stop that conversation? Um, and, and, uh, you know, no longer have that, have that, uh, plug in. Yeah. And I think actually, as you guys were both talking and I, as I had been talking earlier, I think the biggest thing about connections is actually choices, Mm -hmm. right? The choices Mm -hmm. that we make on who we connect to and how we connect and, you know, where our priorities are and what's Mm -hmm. important. So like that switchboard is all our choices, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're the ones that operate, you know, moving those little plugs in and out is really our choices. Like who we're, like what we're going to, what we're going to connect to. I think that's really good awareness. For me, I was like, oh, I'm like, as I came up, I'm like, wow, 
I connected to my intuition and it brought that forward. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. Yep. Yeah. It's all, all about choices. Has got me thinking of a great skit for retreat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> One ringy dingy, two ringy dingies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but okay, we're getting towards the end of the of the call tonight. So, Trish, what is what is one of the main things you would want our listeners to come away from come away from the show with tonight? Um, I think that you know that realization that I had, or just that awareness that I just had about our connections being all about choices is probably a really powerful thing I would like people to take away from this is that you actually mm-hmm. have a choice in the connections that you have. And, you know, um, you know, that whole saying of, you know, where your attention goes, your, where your energy flows, where your attention goes, your energy flows, you know, that's absolutely true. Like, you know, where your energy and your focus goes, you know, those things are going to grow. So if you're focusing on positive connections, you know, then, you know, that's going to benefit you. If you're focusing on negative connections or things that don't benefit you, then, you know, that might be an opportunity to take a look at for 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That's choice. What do you want to connect to? Yeah. I yeah. think uh, I was Thank on you, a call this morning. Yeah, I was on a call this morning where they were talking about that very thing that they were going to take take the remaining you know, five or six days of uh, 2021 and really reflect on what connections they want to make, what choices they want to make as they move forward and looking at the choices and connections they made this year. And a lot of it yeah. was controlled, again, by by the, the environment, you know, and the circumstances in our nation right now. But we still yeah. have a choice of how to react and we have a choice of how to uh, what to focus on, and we have a choice to live in the present and not in the past or the future. So, I think it's a good thing for our listeners. I mean, today's the 27th of December. We have till the 31st of December to really um, take an opportunity to sit back and reflect upon those connections that you've built, those connections that you've you know, you've not been able to make based upon the environment. You had no control over it. So how do you, how did you react? What did you learn? Uh, you know, really reflect upon um, the opportunity that we had to live a very different kind of environment and lifestyle based upon uh, things out of our control. So I challenge myself to do that and anyone else who's interested in uh, really taking that opportunity to utilize these next few days to really take a good look at uh, what we've learned from from these lack of or connections that we've had this past year. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a really important point. You know, going back to say, like, what what would I like to change? What did I do this year that mm-hmm. I would, you know, you know, even in adding that in? Because there's lots of things that I – Lots of choices that I made this year that I would definitely, I definitely want to switch up next year. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the great, the great, that reflection is a great way to learn and to decide, you know, what choices are you going to make next year? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a good good opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And if you if you don't know by by the first, it doesn't mean that your opportunity has passed you by. You can you can decide to change now. You don't have to wait to the first. And um, and once it becomes clear, you can change then. I think mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves with the whole deadline of, of you know, New Year's. But we can, um, we can take whatever time we need to, to get to a place where we feel really, um, we, we feel that intuitional nudge of, hey, go this direction and, and go that direction. Um, well, and it's a process, you know, it's a process. Yeah. It's not a one and done uh, thing, you know. I mean, that's what the good thing about choice and about connecting is that you can you can adjust it at all, all the time, you know, as you grow and you learn. It's a process. So choosing a word for the year, setting some goals for the year, uh, looking forward to, um, you know, where you want to be, all of those things are done day by day by the choices that you make. It's a process. Yep. And so I think always remembering that life is a process and it is not written in stone. You know, it's uh, it's written in erasable pencil and you can just change as you go along living in the present. If we could set a goal for five years from now and then just that's all we thought about, <laughs> that doesn't work, right? So it's that day-by-day decision-making in the process. You end up where yep. you end up. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies. Uh, we are going to go over tonight because we have six seconds. So we want to remind you that <laughs> the 12 Steps of Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, go check it out at fearlessliving.org. And you can always find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org or on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. We love you. We'll see you next week. Until then, be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.